It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time for another NFL in London podcast. It's Wade McAwain and Ryan Call. Hello. It is. Hello. Yeah, hello. It's week four uh, preview and the the NFL is in town, everyone. Good morning football is is filming. Tower Bridge. They are. Yes. In the famed South, well, right near South Bank sort of area, Tower Bridge. It's very cool, actually. They had a really cool angle of it. The way it was set up looked really nice in the background um, this morning. So I was quite impressed. It was yeah, good. I think, yeah, they, so they moved it from Regent Street to now South Bank. Yeah, I think it's yeah, Westminster. Probably something to do with Westminster. Also, like Westminster's kind of stabby now. Like, let's be honest. You go on those side streets. Eh. <laughs> eh. South Bank, lots of cameras. You're Listen, fine. It's all a bit stabby, but you just got to go with it. Just yeah, gotta, well, it's just it's all sort of change. You gotta live your life. Here's one thing I did notice, and it was sort of funny. They were on Good Morning Football and they were talking about um the statues, and one of the, the two of them were talking about how many statues. There's so many statues, get rid of some of the statues. And it was one of those, I'm like, ooh, did you not read that like tearing down statues? I <laughs> it's contentious controversy. Coming oh over. man, I don't think they should have got a producer to read the room first. Um anyway. reading the room. Oh man, two uh two uh man, that was tough. Uh 2715. Um I mean, what can you say really? Because there was a you know, like everyone was about his head the week before, right? And saying, Well, did they rush him back? Uh, it was just too quick. Well, we were watching it last week, and we were I remember we both both we were just like, Oh, that's that's a guy who got a concussion. You Mm -hmm. saw his head go off the ground, you know, his legs. he, like yeah, fell down twice. Crazy. Like, oh, you're you done. His, you saw his head hit off the ground. You saw him kind of hold his head. When he fell to his ground, you didn't see him go for his back, which is what he told, which is what Miami told the NFL what happened. It was a back and ankle injury. Not once did he go to his back. Everyone who watched that, any doctor, any anyone that does not pass the smell test of saying that's a no. back injury. Like and now, four days later, he goes back out. He could have died. He literally could have died with that hit. He got thrown down so hard. Well, in that Buffalo game, let's be honest. If that was boxing, to stop the fight. Your legs are yeah. up. This fight's yeah. over. So, so in football, you're like, he doesn't come back. I he doesn't come back from that. The, the fight's over. He's, people, he's over. Your legs are down. He's falling down. Fight's over. In UFC and fighting, so the well, they sort of go. Why doesn't it apply to 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 football? Well, they said there are a couple of people. Uh, I've heard a couple of people say that there should be the wobble rule. You know, wow. you wobble. If your legs wobble, you're gone. You're not coming back. It doesn't matter why. Your in, legs anything, wobble. in anything, in anything, like, there is. It's a sign it of concussion. It's like remember back in the day, and then you'd be in like a, in a bar or like a nightclub, and then you'd accidentally trip, and then the bartender and then the bouncer yeah. would think you're drunk. It's like you're gone. They just chuck you out. It's like by tripped. It's like it doesn't matter. You stumbled. Yeah, you're gone. you stumbled you're sobriety stumbled. tests. You can't stumble in the club. You can't wobble on the field. That's, what if you that's fo- the way I should I live by. You know, when when you do that in front of you know 23 million people, uh it was obvious. And to bring it back, and then it's like, oh wow, he had another head. It's just it was unfortunate the way he went down. And especially um, like you can as and Miami has just as an organization has just lost a lot of credibility with having your owner investigated for trying to tank, having trying to collude with Tom Brady, losing your first round pick. Oh yeah, I'm going to believe that the Miami Dolphins are doing everything according to the books. It's like, no, I'm not, because it all rots from the head. The guy at the top does it. Everyone below thinks, hey, I can just bend the rules. I don't have to do it. I think Tua 
or somebody, when he went in there, lied about his injury last week, and they threw him out there, and he just kind of went with it. And this is what happens when you you don't have people stopping people from hurting themselves. Like, I think if he wasn't playing the Bills, he would never would have came back in. I think that game was so big for Miami and everything. And the fact that they put him out here this week, it's it's going to be interesting because there's already an investigation into that thir- uh, last week. Yeah. Sunday. And now with this going on top, it looks bad for Miami. This is a bad look. And how can you even put him back on the field this year? Right? No, exactly. After and that, I- like even if he's like available in like three weeks time, like, are you crazy? He's going to be, I don't know. I think he, he might unfortunately just be used as like patient zero. It's like, we're going to sit this guy for the year and see if he goes nuts or see what happens to him. Yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. And, and for Miami, you know, obviously you sort of question a lot of things. And, you know, I've I read on a few news sites that that they were the ones that ordered the hurricane. And, and I think that's even worse. Uh, these are reputable news sites, by the way. Classic. Um, let's, get into, let's get into the game preview. So uh, big game. Uh, we've got Minnesota at, at New Orleans. Mm. In London, uh, forecast is going to be pissing down rain. Um. Uh, Minnesota's two and one. They were favored by three points. This keeps vacillating. New Orleans um, is yes, sir. struggling. Say- New Orleans is not going to have Jameis. They're saying Kamara is going to be there. Um, yeah. It could be a Red Rocket. I don't know. Listen, if anywhere Red Rocket should get a nice um, round of applause, it should be in Britain. The, mm-hmm. Lots of redheads here. It's the home of the He's ginger. Get- he is going Scotland to get a absolute good salute from all the gingers in the crowd. I think he's going to be a fan favorite over here. So, yeah, again, it's just one of those London games. Of course, Michael Thomas is out. James mm-hmm. Winston's out. Kamara's kind of hurt. So if you're Minnesota, how can you lose, possibly lose this game? You know, um, you want to see Jefferson kind of bounce back and have that big game. This feels like it's a classic Cousins game. He'll have that good game yeah. early, early. I think um, New Orleans is just banged up. And the fact that their offense stinks, even when they're healthy, doesn't really bode me any confidence they haven't looked good the last week they actually in fact they look terrible and i think minnesota has to stop this kind of thing that they do is like every time you people get excited about them or every time people like people want to bet on them um they end up fucking you if they were like uh, people they that kirk cousins have his legs broken if this was like a pickup game yeah for all the amount of times he would have screwed the bookies for believing in them so um I'm going to go with Minnesota. How I think they've actually played here a bunch of times. They've won a bunch of times. I think from the couple, I remember uh, Greg Jennings having a big game a couple of years ago, many years ago now, showing my age. But I'm going with Minnesota to win this. I think with all the injuries that they're sustaining, I don't think Dalton's going to be able to do it a lot. Basically, all they have is Olave, a rookie that yeah. they're going to depend on. So, and Minnesota's defense isn't as terrible as advertised. So, I'm going to go Minnesota to win this 27 to 17. Big score, big score, man. I don't. A lot of games don't really get that uh, big score. I, I don't know. They sort of, they always seem to start slow. Yeah, everyone adjusts. Yeah, the young players don't like the diet. Hey, the only consistent it's... thing is the inconsistency. Inconsistency. Of London games. So I, I'm going to see this. I'm going to see this as a defensive one. I'm also going to see that because Minnesota has a lot of young, yeah, you know, young hot stars in their team. They might go out and party on Saturday night. Who knows? Go out to the, the box or something like that. I got Menace, I got into New Orleans actually upset in this one. I think their defense. I just think it's one of these games that it's a lot of young people. It's their first time overseas. 
You know, in these London games, we know how they are. We know they're low, low scoring. I, I just think it's, uh, it's, it always turns in one of these sort of stinker. In the end, they win. But I've got New Orleans to win at 20 to 17. Sorry, but I think it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be a defensive battle. Well, as I've, long as it's competitive, you know, the competitive. London Knicks have had a bad reputation of being a lot of stinkers. In they there. have. Uh, so they really need a couple of good competitive games. Again, they always seem to always have to deal with injuries. Like, there's always something. So It's always something. And you're always preparing, and you got guys ready for another short week. Like, thank you God. Got Minnesota we for a short week ready as well. So back away. So um, let's go into the uh, AFC South. Uh, Tennessee one and two, I- Indianapolis one one and one. Indianapolis, oh my gosh, so fervent after their big win uh, over the Kansas City Chiefs, and Tennessee at one and two. You know, uh, man, th- that was not a. It's, you're struggling yeah. here at one and two. You, you're trying to get your running game going. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill is not looking good. He's got no one to throw to. No offensive line. Um, how do you yeah, how do you like too, this one, Ryan? I just don't I don't like this at all. I wouldn't bet that I wouldn't touch this game with like a 50-foot pole. It, it terrifies me because I have no idea who's gonna win. I'm gonna go with Tennessee because I just don't believe in India. I think they were absolutely ridiculously lucky to get that win last week. They yeah. should be 0-3. They've been terrible every game. The fact that they won that, and now you think like, oh, we're gonna use this as some momentum. It doesn't change the fact that they have no passing game. They have yeah. no weapons. And in this league, you need to be able to do that. So um, I think at least Tennessee, I think they got Traylon Burks. They can get him going. I think Henry had a better game last week. Hopefully he can keep it moving. This is just another one of those tough uh, – these guys know each other. They played each other so many times. So I'm just going to go with uh, – I just think Tannehill can do a couple more plays than Matt Ryan. It's really, you know, turd sandwich versus giant douche. So yes. I'm going to go with the turd sandwich that is Ryan Tannehill. And I'm going to go um, 24-23. Very close one. Uh, he is also a giant deuce, though. So don't don't omit that. Um, yeah, I, oh, this has just got stink all over it. Just AFC South stink. Just, you know, back in the garbage dumpster again this week. I, I agree with you. That was a That was a lucky, fluky... And, and, you know, the Colts, you know, as for me, I, I drank the Kool-Aid first. I was like, oh, Matty Ice will turn this team around. We all did. We did and then you realize it's like, oh, man. Too. And it's, when, yeah. It's every like, year they just keep doing this little magic trick. Like, and this year our quarterback's going to be Tom Brady. And then you, just you have hope for Indianapolis. And then you start recognizing maybe it's just Jeffrey Dahmer's freezer. You know, maybe that's yeah, just yeah, it. Yeah. It's never it's just a bad recipe all along. But I, I agree with you. I like Tennessee here. Um, I, and I like him in a, just a really low game, 2018, uh, an under in this one red zone will barely touch it. It'll, it'll be like, Oh, what happened in that game? Uh, yeah. Let's move on to another game. People will probably not want to watch as well. It's the bears at the giants. The bears are two and one. The giants are two and one, two, two and one teams. Hey everyone. This is an exciting game. No. Especially, <laughs> especially when the is. Giants are favored by three. I don't three. think it is. Uh, 45 points is the over-under in this one. Justin Fields passes like a one-armed man. It's pretty much is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, just there's no two. passing going on. Montgomery got hurt. Herbert stepped in. Uh, running game versus one running game. Saquon Barkley is looking great this year. Yeah. He's like the number three running back. Uh, Bears will probably struggle to contain him if they struggle to contain Aaron Jones. 
Um, so what do you what do you like here with New York at home? Well, I don't like I, I don't I don't like you much. love this game. Uh, the Bears, I, to me, it's just oh my god. Um, what does it say? The fact that like, Fields is only had to control for like two hundred yards in three games. I yeah. think like, where like I think it's like nineteen um, of the quarterbacks have, have thrown for more yards in, in, in one game than yeah. he's thrown for in three. So um, that doesn't give you the only thing with the Bears is that that they had uh, what's his name Herbert Herbert mm-hmm. who had that great game. I think the fact that you're going to have to depend on Fields to do any sort of um, winning you any sort of games. You're now an old school running team. All right. That's just what you have to accept the kind of what the giants are as well. They're just an old school running team. They feel the same way. I think, I think Brian Dable and everyone's seen enough of Daniel Jones. It's, it's, it's a sad end, but it's um, I don't think anyone after what we've seen all, all these games, I don't think even if a big game against the bears, isn't going to make you think, Oh, Daniel Jones is back. This would be one of those times he probably does have three touchdowns and you get excited for it. Yeah. Um, so to me, this game means nothing regardless of the score. I think this is our, our two bad teams. I think they're just basically auditioning players that they can hopefully trade to get some assets for next year. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants to win just because they're at home. I think um, they got Saquon Barkley. They have the best player on the team. He's going to be able to run, but it's not going to be a great. I think it's going to be a 23 to 17 for the Giants. I have it as, as Bears 92, um, uh, Giants 2. Uh, look, this is going to be a low-scoring game. We know this. And and the Giants struggle as well. Their offensive line struggles, which I think is going to be good for the Bears. I think they're going to rattle Daniel Jones. And, and possibly a lot of our points are going to come from our defense. Hoorah! Um, which is great. But then it's also, I think, the... The, you know, the child breaks are still on, uh, you know, f- for Justin Fields. I think the offensive well, coordinators, are, they just, he's... they're not giving him the options. You know, there's so many times it's like, hey, you should let him pass it. It's like, run it. Hey, you it's should like, let him pass it. Run it. It's um, like they gave him water wings, but they didn't fill up the pool. So it's like, what am I supposed to do? There's no, there's no one to play with. There's nothing here. There's nothing for me to do. They got no receivers. They've done nothing to help this poor guy. And he's going into year three next year. So, I think the Bears have the most important offseason, maybe in like the history of their franchise this year. Because so I remember after, after this year, it will depend on everything. It's either you're so bad that you finish in the top three that you do the old like Rosen, let's move off them and get a big guy that we can go with and kind of just blow it up. But you're only going to be in year two with this new coach. So to me, I, I, I think no matter what, it doesn't really matter. This game, these are two teams that are going to probably be selling assets by the trade deadline. So, anyway, I think you'll Bear, be the only one watching it. I will be, <laughs> and, I, and and I was excited about the game last week. And by the way, the the pool that Justin Fields will be swimming with his water wings is full of blood. Yeah, uh, and the blood will be victorious in this one as the Bears went twenty-one to nineteen. Um, let's talk about the Bills then, shall we? Right. Buffalo is visiting yeah. Baltimore. Buffalo's smarting after that humiliating loss. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, it was kind of. Yeah, it was tough. Like, it was tough. But look, man, did you see how many guys were on IV? Did you see how many guys were complaining after the game? Which is a good, yeah, kind of intimidating. Good for the Baltimore. But, man, that heat sucker punched the Buffalo Bills. There was like 11 guys that were on IVs apparently after that game or something like that. Uh, two and one Bills They're are still three. on IVs. Probably. Still are. Well, it's also, you know, 
Buffalo has a lot of dirty women <laughs> who eat wings is what I'm saying. Dirty wing women. Um, Buffalo two and one three point favorites. Well, Baltimore's also two and one over under is 51 in this one. Uh, the pundits I are saying th- points. I go play the under on this. I think the weather is going to be a factor. I think uh, from what I've seen, it's going to be rainy, windy. So, like a hurricane is coming uh, yeah, like, like through think, or something. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, hurricane iron. Um, so I've, I've, I don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of those sloppy games. I think you're going to see a lot of busted plays. Um, it's, again, these are games that either Lamar is, it's going to hamper Lamar where it makes him less dangerous where he's not going to be able to have, have that quickness or just everyone's going to be flying around everywhere. It's just going to make it so unpredictable. It could just be one of those fun bills games always seem to be in these insane weather scenarios over the years. I think Lamar has been awesome. I yeah. think he's just insane. done this insane. Like, how he's running. And, like, yeah. I love how he just bets on himself. He's hilarious on Twitter. I, he trolls his own team every, every week the price just goes up and it's like, they're just watching. It's like, the Baltimore's watching the hurricane come, which is Lamar's contract. And they're just like, yeah. ah, maybe it'll blow away. Maybe. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, so I think he's just a one man show. I don't think they're going to be able to really do much. I think Buffalo's done a really good job the last couple of years of, of handling Lamar. They've done almost better than anyone in the league, yeah. which also scares me for this because he seems like a different quarterback this year. But uh, I, but to me, the, the biggest difference is Baltimore's defense is terrible. Yeah. Like they're giving up like 26 points a game, and they played the Jets, Miami, and um, who's the other one? And the Patriots. They're giving yeah. up 26 points a game. Josh Allen's coming in. He's from four. He's going to throw like 500 against his secondary, the way they look. Um, so to me, I'm just going to go with who's, even though the Bills have a lot of injuries, they're going to have a couple guys back. I think the fact that they're coming off a bad loss, they're going to be pissed. And Baltimore's coming off an easy, kind of easy win against Patriots where they, Lamar could do whatever he wants. The weather's going to be a factor, but Buffalo has really done a good job over the years. So I'm going to pick the Bills to win. Um, but I'm going to say um, 27 to 23, Buffalo. So Bills uh, cover the spread. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you uh, on this one. I mean, it's, it's really tough for, for Baltimore with having that sort of tepid defense that they do. And, and Lamar, you know, look, let's be honest, that he is having such a year that even if he does get injured and, and something happened, you'd still, pay you, him. you'd still pay him. And even you see the contract Deshaun Watson got and, and, and what he did and, and what he's been accused of, you could find out like Lamar Jackson had his own like animal research facility in his basement where he was like experimenting. You'd be like, all right, well, three games, you shouldn't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. But you'd still want him. <laughs> Every team would still want him. So um, he is setting his own rules this year. And and uh, the Ravens got to be trembling a little bit. Uh, I agree with you that the Buffalo's, uh, the, the Baltimore defense is where it's lacking. And also the running game. You know, not having a viable running back to actually offset uh, Lamar Jackson makes it tough. J.K. Dobbins is, you know, gingerly coming back on my fantasy team as well. But um, it's it's having you need more threats with Baltimore. Just having him and Duvernay's been nice, but having you need a bit more and having a running back and a bit more of that D would help. But I got Buffalo in this one. 30 to 24. Los Angeles Chargers. Where have you been? Literally, where have you been? Well, you're going to Houston where everyone gets a win. You get a win. You get a win. Oprah's giving wins away. 
Houston is except 0-2. Houston. Except, except Houston. Houston. They're 0-2 and 1. LA is 1 and 2, but they're five point favorites in this one. Uh Justin Herbert, should he have played? Is the coaching wrong in San Diego or San Diego? Nah, Angeles. Put it in the jar. Put it in the swear jar for Sangeles. Um but Chargers, I mean, they need a win here, and something's got to happen. Where's the running game for the Chargers, too? A lot of fantasy owners are asking that, too. Well, yeah, I think that's the main, especially when you have Herbert with his ribs and don't want to take the hits. This is when you think you would want to establish the run and get Austin Eckler, who had 20 touchdowns last year, had his best year. Use him on quick little passes. Like, get him involved. Like, the fact that they, I don't understand what they're doing this year. They've lost now Rashawn uh, Slater for the year, which is devastating. They lost Bosa on mm-hmm. IR, so he's out for a while. So, it's like the wheels are slowly starting to fall apart. It's going like classic Chargers season, where it's like, hey, Super Bowl hype, one and two, are we going to lose to Houston? Which I think they lost to last year. Yeah, a, a lot of one. people. A lot of people have um, lost to Houston, embarrassingly. So I, think, I think, to me, again, I think the fact that I think Keenan might be back, but they have enough weapons that they have to get Eckler involved this game. I, even, you know, Houston's going to have Damon Pierce might not play. They have no weapons. This should be an absolute cakewalk for the Chargers. So they really need to get it going. So I expect a big game. I think um, get a big lead early and sit Herbert would be nice. But unfortunately, just you just can't trust this coach. I just no. don't know what to think about him. And he just kills me every time. So I'm going to go Chargers to win. Uh, but I'm going to go 28 uh, to 17. I'm, I'm with you pretty close in the score. I've got 28-14. This is a game the Chargers have to win. I think a lot yeah. of us are sort of betting on this, that you you got the team. A lot of us are saying you should win the AFC. Protect Herbert. Um, you need to protect him. Uh, and Houston is that. You know, it's like losing your virginity. You know, you, you go and you go to Houston and, and now you're a man. Unfortunately, that's horrible when you think of the Deshaun Watson connotations, but that's it. It's an easy one. Um, so I have an easy one here, 28 to 14. Seattle and Detroit. Um, Seattle, Gino is looking not bad at a one and two team, whereas Detroit is also one and two. And you wonder, they can put up a lot of points, but they're also getting beat. The, the game against Minnesota, a tough one last week. They're one and two, and they're four point favorites in this one at home. Can they turn the dome well, in the right direction? I think it's because the bar was set so low for Gino that he actually has been really good. He looked good last week. Again, he's got the weapons. He's got no reason to be uh, to be shit. But unfortunately, he's still Gino. So he doesn't he doesn't have that that game changing ability. Like I think at least if I'm Detroit, at least I feel like even Goff, the fact that he doesn't have St. Brown, which is going to hurt, doesn't have Swift, um, but. I think Goff's just going to be able to move the ball. I think they got enough weapons. I think Jamal Williams is not really much of a drop-off from Swift. I think they're they're able to move it. DJ Charks looked really good, um, and they still have Hawkinson. So I still think Detroit, the fact that they're at home, is going to – but I think it's going to be a close game because I don't think Detroit's good enough to just blow out anyone because they always – even if they get a lead, they always end up falling apart. Dan Campbell's really got to work on finishing games. It's his biggest problem. Um, uh, but I think Detroit – to me, is just the better team. I think Seattle's just really got nothing um, to show for it. It's just going to be a long year, but you know what? Get that top five pick, get a quarterback, and you got DK Metcalf, and you're, you're moving on. You got Rashad Penny, you could have a big game, who I like in daily. I think I might take him because he'll probably be pretty cheap, but I'm going to go with Detroit to win this uh, 24 20. 
a push for Ryan with the four points there. Uh, yeah, I, Detroit just seems to real struggling on, on these things. I love Hutchinson, man. The, the defense is playing quite well, and, and Goff does struggle, and it's it's the comeback, it's the go back. Seattle, you know, I think Pete Carroll, they seem to be getting some things right here, and in the running game. They're keeping themselves in games, which I, I thought they'd be blown out more. I guess I expected Seattle just to be more crap, whereas Geno is actually quite efficient. So I, I like Detroit to win, but I think Seattle's actually going to keep it close. I have it 28-26. Uh, Seattle is going to cover that spread. Covering a spread. Oh, man. New York Jets are one and two, but Zach is back, everyone. Oh, Zach is baby. back. Hi, your moms. He is. And he's facing Pittsburgh. And then Trubisky still keeps lingering. You keep giving it uh, the antibiotics, but Trubisky is still under the undercarriage. Like a Uh, fart, like a fart lingering. Pittsburgh is favored two and a half points. Pittsburgh is one and two in this one. Um, Pittsburgh, I think, is facing Buffalo next week. And the the talk is maybe that's when they unleash. I don't know. See, to me, this is the perfect game to unleash Kenny Pickett, right? Like, yeah. I wouldn't do it against Buffalo. A running quarterback. Against Vaughn might... Miller and that defense yeah. and, and that that roster. I think that would be a terrible situation. Try him out of the it. Jets. Yeah. Probably do it after. Yeah, you try him out of the Jets or you do it after the Buffalo game. I think they're going to go with Trubisky for the next two. I actually going to take the Jets to win this. I think Zach Wilson might bring a little bit of a, a boost little energy uh, but i am concerned that well, the way because he has not looked good every time he's been on the field wow. he's very uh hasn't had that many great games this might be good for elijah moore because he hasn't really been able to get anything going with flacco this year it feels like cedric again they got cedric wilson they got more they got Brees hall they got some weapons zach wilson has to just come in and show that he's the man he's got to win this game if he comes out and just stinks it up or struggles if you're a Jets fan, you're thinking like, man, are we going to get another quarterback next year and do this again? Because I think people are just worried that Zach, especially seeing like Tua go down and Zach Wilson's been hurt a bunch, that he's got to really step up and, and they've given him enough pieces that he should be able to do it. So I'm going to go with the Jets and Zach Wilson to win. Um, I just think Pittsburgh's terrible on offense. I don't have any faith in Trubisky. They can even get 24 points. So I'm going to go 23, 20 jets. Uh, yeah, I, I am totally with you on this one. It, it's, this is sort of the comeback game for them. And this is the Pittsburgh team that we've seen. I mean, the jets have a really stacked team on their hands. You know, you, you've got good wide receivers. You've got a great set of running backs on them. And and now, I mean, Flacco was just a, you know, he, he was hot shit. And then he was a floating turd. And so now um, I think this is the team that Zach Wilson, like this is my team. I'm coming back to my team and you're right. This is, he's got to step up in this. I do also have the jets winning. I've got them winning 21 to 18, but there is a caveat I would throw in this um, that I think it could also get out of hand. I think the jets be one of those things that they could score and get into it, but also they've got enough of it that he could, they could, it could be like a, a big spread, you know, uh, it's one of those ones I would watch. The other thing I'm sort of glad about for Zach Wilson's sake is in the age of your mama jokes, <laughs> he wasn't him back. He's brought him back. He wasn't there. And, and I think we're all thankful for him in that. Thankful is what Jacksonville is. They're two and one and they're looking good. Doug Peterson. Ooh, I'm coming home. He's coming home to Philadelphia. Yeah. Who's three and oh, Philadelphia's six and a half point favorites. And Doug Peterson, you're going to get spoiled at home. 
coming in with a team that's sort of the same, but quite a bit different. Um, Jacksonville is looking like hot potatoes, uh, but is this the time where they finally meet a real team um, with a real defense and, and a real running quarterback? Yeah, who'd have thought this would be the marquee game of week mm-hmm. four, Jacksonville, uh, Philly? Um, I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I'm excited to watch it. I want to see... I want to see Philly have like a challenge. It feels like Philly every game has just been kind of a cakewalk, even though the Detroit game, they came back at the end, but it wasn't really close until the end when they needed like literally like 30 things to happen for them to come back. So I'd like to see, I think Trevor Lawrence has been great. I think Peterson's pissed. He's like, I won your Super Bowl and he fired me two years later. I think he's pissed. He's going to want to show. And he has shown that he was a good coach. I think a lot of people weren't giving him the credit. Um, but I, I'm going to go with Jacksonville on the upset on this one. Mm. Just for fun. I think Trevor Lawrence has really shown me a lot. I think he's having a, he's just got a lot of weapons out there. I think the defense is going to be able to make it a bit more difficult for Jalen Hurts. Um, I don't know. I think probably it's going to be a very close game. Uh, So I'm going to go uh, 27-24 Jacksonville. Jacksonville magic. Yeah, why not, Um, right? I'm not going to bet this one. This one, I have no idea if it's going to win. Jacksonville Magic, also my stage name. Um, But, oh, man, Philadelphia is just too strong for me. This is the game that Jacksonville, to me, is like, your two and one is going to go quickly to two and two. Philadelphia is just steamrolling. Jalen Hurts is playing like he wants to get paid because he's not getting paid. He's watching everyone else get paid ridiculous amounts of money, and he's running this team. And it's time for Jalen to get paid, and I hope he gets paid. And he's going to get paid by paying off this uh, this one, thirty eight uh, to thirty or 20 I've actually got this one. I think Jacksonville is going to get stymied by this defense. I, I could see some problems in it. Big big win. Washington and Dallas NFC least um, one and two, two and one. Dallas, Dallas, you're in charge. They're three point favorites, and it's that Dallas defense that's really doing the work for them. But Cooper Rush. Um, he's like uh, an energy drink to your soul. Um, this is uh, uh, Washington just seems to falter and, f- and fumble. Yeah, right. Like every time we want to believe, like when I, I'm just I'm done with Wentz now. I bet him in daily fantasy last week, and he had literally one of the worst games um, anyone's had all year. Um, to me, I think Cooper Rush is fine. I don't think anyone's expecting anything. This is just a Washington team that just has no just doesn't inspire me. They're just boring. They got. They have a quarterback who just gets tossed around like all like, from team to team. Um, just doesn't. I think Dallas at least has the better defense. They're going to be able to make it really tough on Wentz. Um, so the fact that they're at home, I think they have a bit more better weapons. So I'm going to go with Dallas to win this, but I don't think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be 24 21 Dallas in a close one just because these guys know each other. But to me, it's just Cooper. I'd rather see Dak play, just see what the Dallas team is really like. But Cooper Rush has been a fun little story. But I love how the 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 kind of people want it to be a controversy. Like, do you stick with Cooper Rush? It's like, no, we don't. Yeah, Cooper Rush. Um... <laughs> they do have cool names of their backups, though. Dallas, like Danucci, like a, like a Sopranos member. Now they got Cooper Texas Rush. Texas is like all these, about cool names. Got I mean, cool you've got to give your your kid a cool name. It's just sad when they end up if they're like a drug addict. It's like, oh, that was, you know, Destiny's Child. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what, what I mean. But the, the wrong one. Uh, there, there probably is one called Destiny. I named oh. her after the band. 
Um, this is, uh, I don't know, this is going to be a stink. I think this one a bit. Uh, but I've got Dallas winning it. I don't see Washington be able to put up enough. They, they, you know, you're reclining McLaurin, who's, who's been doing well. McKissick, uh, the running game, uh, Gibson, I don't know. I think that Dallas defense, that's one thing that's keeping them in it. It's sort of a Bears homage. I sort of appreciate that their their D is just strong and they keep and hold you. They don't, you know, you don't give you a lot of opportunities. So I have uh, Dallas winning this one 24-16. And of course, the big matches is, is the, the six o'clock game. Everyone is anticipating the matchup for ages. It's, it's Brissette versus Mariota. As the Browns go, visit Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta one and two got a big win for them. Over hey, Atlanta's at least entertaining to watch the show. They're fun young kids. It, it, yeah. Cle- Cleveland is two and one, unless the, the running game, uh, it's Nick Chubb, is chubbing all over the place. Oh, dude, he is killing it this year. He's now number one proven, running back. He's yeah, one. he's he's proving it. He, he's one of the most underrated players in the nfl like every year he just produces at such a rate he's such a beast and the thing the problem is i think it's because of his fantasy numbers where he goes like 70 yards down the field and then uh and then hunt comes in and and gets it and then runs it in at the end because chubb did all the work basically to get him down the field that's Um, a that's a detective duo though that's what they do he's a closer closer, good cop bad cop you would think would hunt them down but hunt hunts the touchdowns chubb Chubb's got a chubby that chases you down the field. He just gets the lead and follows it all the way down the field. He does. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be um, this is a tough one. One and a half point Cleveland's spread got, for Cleveland. Then you got Miles Garrett, who's coming after flipping his Porsche. Um, again. And, yeah. Again. It's just unbelievable. He's sorry. So I'm going to go. Oh, I don't want to. I'm going to go with Cleveland to win. I think Atlanta just. Mariota makes a lot of mistakes. I think Cleveland's defense is going to be able to make him make those mistakes. He hasn't shown me enough that like he's going to carry a team to the playoffs, where at least Brissett has Chubb and Hunt. Where with Atlanta's defense, they're going to be able to run all over them, I think, mm-hmm. and be able to go up and down the field. I just think it's going to be close, I think, because I don't think Brissett has it in him to blow out anybody. And I think Mariota, at least with Pitts and Drake London's looking good, Cordrell, they can at least make it interesting. So I'm going to say a little bit of a shootout. I'm going to go 30-27 uh, Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. This could be a very close one. Look, Miles Garrett. So he, he was basically deemed with improper control of a vehicle. Now He's been caught in the past swinging helmets. Like, this is a guy... Who just lives on the edge? He just, but he swings it. Everything he does, he just swings it. Gets a car, he swings it around. Gets a helmet, he swings it. This this gentleman just maybe needs a swing set for his backyard. Maybe. He needs to control his swinging. Maybe he needs to be swingman. Maybe he goes know. to be a swinger. Maybe he's a swinger. Maybe he's, just, maybe he's just a hidden swinger, like we see in those like old fifties serial killers that were like just hidden homosexuals, and they just acted out because. Yeah, they were repulsed and uh, and they held themselves in. I don't know what his problem is. I'm not a psychologist. What I do know is Cleveland is a better team. Um, I just can't see Atlanta as fun as they are to watch stopping the the running duo as we've talked about, but also um, that defense and and that defense has been really good. Uh, and so Miles Garrett, while he'll be out, I think they'll step they'll step up for him. I think that'll be you know the team rallies around things like that. So I've got it uh, 26-24 for Cleveland, just barely pipping the one and a half points. Nine o'clock uh, here in the UK uh, takes us to the late games in America. 
Uh, we have the first game. It is Arizona. Oh, Cardinals facing oh Carolina. Both teams woeful one and two. But in this case, Carolina is favored by one and a half points. The Carolina who struggled started to yeah. struggle to when, score. The Carolina whose defense has kept them in games. The Carolina of Baker Mayfield. That's like an indictment on um, Kyler Murray. The fact that he's not favored against Baker. Yeah. He's clearly the better quarterback. Um, but to me, I, I think Baker's just again. You saw that there's like this good thing going on on Twitter with DJ Moore, who's kind of like they're asking him about Baker, and he's just kind of like doesn't want to say anything, but he's just like. I'm open. He's not throwing it to me. The thing complaints that Odell had where his dad had to make a Microsoft paint video about <laughs> his dad, <laughs> about his son not doing it. It just feels like this is just a common thing with Baker. I think his court, his receivers get fed up with him. He just dumps it off. He's not accurate anymore. And I, don't, I just don't think his teammates love him. You never see anyone being like, Oh, he's, there's my quarterback. Like that's what you hear with the great ones. It's like, that's my quarterback. Um, I'm going to go with Arizona, even though I think Carolina's defense has been playing really well. I think Arizona is just a bit of a nightmare. I don't know what to expect. I think Connors had that big season last year, and I think he was due for a drop-off. I think without DeAndre Hopkins, they're still going to be in second gear, basically, until he comes back. And hopefully that's going to open up a lot of things. But still in second gear, I think, is Carolina's fourth gear. So I'm going to go with Arizona to win an ugly one, 2017. 20 to 17. Yeah, that is uh, that is kind of ugly. It, it's a struggle. You know, both of them, uh, you know, Kyler Murray is really struggling with his offensive line. You know, it, it's, it's hard for him. There's a lot of pressure. It's not like they used to. And they don't have that dominant defense that they can rely on that can just sort of bound them back. He does have that pep, you know, which we have seen to come back on games, but it's getting his head right in the right mojo. And you're right. Like Baker. I mean, when you talk about guys open, you look at it, like there's so many, like it's, it reminds me when you're driving with somebody on a highway and it's like, you're hungry. And he's like, Oh, that's open. I don't know. Keep driving next exit. You're like, that's open. No, no, no. We'll keep going. And then you go to the next exit and it's just like a gas station. And, and there's no food and it's just garbage food. And you're like, everything was open back there and you just missed it. And we could have had a great meal. Gas station sushi. It is. It's gas station sushi. And that's exactly what I feel like that Baker <laughs> is yeah. sometimes. Um, so I, I just I, I just see Carolina losing again at home, getting ruled in the face. And the, the crowd just getting angry as a result. 30 to 20 is my, is my prediction. Denver is... Two and one, are they? They're two and one. <laughs> and at Vegas, zero oh and three. And yes, Vegas is zero oh and three, but Vegas is at home, and we all know what happens in Vegas is usually problematic. Loss, loss. They're two. They're 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 favorites in this one, though. They're two and a half point favorites. Two and a half points for Vegas without uh, some of the guys, some of the key pieces. But you know, will will angry Chucky, uh, Derek Carr, which the movie's coming out again, I guess. Uh, will angry Chucky uh, be ready here? Uh, they kind of have to be right. This is your season. If you don't win this, Derek Carr can't pull off this was against Russell Wilson. You can only score 12 points against Nathaniel Hackett's offense. Um, man, there's going to be a lot of problems in Oakland, in Oakland, in Las Vegas. At the end, Mark Davis had like a like behind closed doors with Josh McDaniel, who had a terrible outing as a coach in Denver, and now he's 0 3 with the Raiders. You're thinking, like, geez, man, this guy. This guy, all the stories you heard about him being just such a difficult person to work with, 
and difficult coach to play for. It's now feeling like this is a pattern. And maybe there was a reason why for everyone was like, why isn't Josh McDaniels getting these jobs? Maybe there's a reason I think everyone avoided him because right now, if Oakland can't beat this Denver team who can't do anything, then I think there are going to be a lot of questions about Derek Carr in the offseason. So I'm going to go with the Raiders to win this. I just, I can't bet. I'm not betting on Nathaniel Hackett. I think desperation, I think Hack. I think um, Carr has a better game. And Devontae Adams, who he has to get the ball to, he has to stop avoiding him and just chuck it up the way Rodgers did. They did whatever Rodgers was desperate and needed to play. He went to Devontae Adams and that's what Derek Carr needs to start doing. So I'm going to say they win it just because Denver has no offense. I don't know what they're doing at running back. I don't know what they're doing at, at anything. So I'm going to go with them to win uh, 27-20. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas hopeful. Vegas wins. I, man, this is the, this is the battle again, the East division battles so early. Uh, between these these two guys and I agree with you that the Hackett problem and 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 Russell Wilson kind of looking cooked in in many ways I do like the team of Denver and I think the running game this is this is the time they get Williams going you just run it run that ball so I really like I like Denver to upset it here I think Vegas goes 0-4 oh, I have Denver winning at 24-22 um I I just I just think there's so many problems that offensive line and Denver's defense is strong enough that they can create enough problems. And if you have, if you can't get going because your offense keeps so much pressure, I think that's going to be an issue for them. So 24, 22, I've got for Denver and upset upsetting upsetting. Is it upsetting that Aaron Rodgers is, is not playing the way they used to that green Bay Packers are kind of limping with a two and one record or upsetting that Mac Jones isn't playing and Brian Hoyer, yes, you can pull out your Brian Hoyer jerseys. Oh, your, I know I pulled mine out. Uh, I, had, I called my mom in Canada and I said, "Can you send my Brian Hoyer jersey?" It's the thing propping up the table in the corner. And she said, "What is that?" And she said, "The dog sleeps on it." Yeah. And I said, "No, no, it's time. No, it's gonna be a, yeah." One and two, New England at Green Bay. Now Green Bay's two and one and nine and a half point favorites. This was ten. It went eleven, nine and a half, nine, but it's nine and a half the last time I checked. Uh, the over-under is 40.5 in Green Bay. The weather will be Green Bay-ish. Yeah, i got to go with Green Bay on this. I think I'm going to take this. I'm probably going to bet it, even though they haven't looked good offensively. But again, last week they did go up against a really good Tampa Bay defense, one of the best in the leagues. I think the fact that they're at home and Hoyer is not going to be able to move that ball with those receivers. The, the Green Bay front four is good, is good enough to easily stop the running game. So I think they're going to have a feast day and i think romeo dubs looked good especially on your bench uh, last week he looked fantastic he so was glistening hope to, see, hope to see him do a bit more and aaron jones on my bench again Hoy is one in 13 i think his last 14 or one in 12 in his last 13 uh i think that continues i don't see how you can bet new england it's gonna be a long painful satisfying year for me to watch this so i'm gonna go green bay to win this uh 30 to 17 now we all know that Bill Belichick has an X factor and Romeo. Oh, for Romeo. Romeo. Uh, the Capulets, uh, I think you're going to cap them. I don't know. I think they're going to knock them out. Look, to me, nine and a half four points is just ridiculous because even the Bears held them to three points in a second half. The Packers can't score. They just can't score that much. So nine and a half is just yeah. crazy to me. It's just a bit insane given it's Bill Belichick. 
Um, I don't see these teams scoring a lot of points, uh, but I still have the Packers winning it. But I still, I think Brian Hoyer, whatever it is, Bill Belichick's gonna be like, "Fine, I'm gonna take over now." Um, and and Hoyer's gonna have to step up in this. So I've got Green Bay winning it, but I've got it 27-21. Uh, but I don't think that uh, I don't think Green Bay is going to cover their own spread. Spreading it all out. Oh, this is the Speaking game. Everyone wants to splooge it all out in this one because it's Kansas City. The barbecue sauce of two and one is at Tampa Bay of two and one where Tom Brady uh, had all his fingers broken, almost like a mafia movie. He's like, yo, just see how you play now. And it's like, oh, my wide receivers are broken. Um, but they're at home. And uh, 45 points uh, over under in this one. Ryan, who, who do you like this one in with Kansas City and Tom, Tom Brady? Ooh, I, you know what? I'm going to go with Tampa. I'm going to go with Tampa just because Kansas City's offense hasn't looked great. And the fact that they weren't even able to move the ball, it wasn't even against great defenses. Now they're going against a truly great defense in that Tampa Bay humidity that basically has been battered from the uh from the hurricane so they're going to want to basically win for the for the for the state they and i think tom brady's getting mike evans back i think he's pissed from all these questions about their offense not being able to move it at all um so to me it just kansas city is just showing you that tyree kill the thing it's becoming now a pattern so they need to really they need to get juju involved they need to get someone else on the receiver because the receivers almost have no touchdowns this year it's just all Kelsey or the running backs. And that's just not going to win it for you, especially when you need to, to sling it. So I'm going to go with Tampa. I think Evan's back. Brady's going to be pissed. He's at home. Um, so I'm going to go 27 to 26. I think it's going to be a close one. Oh, okay. 27, 26, man. That is a close one. Um, yeah, it's going to be really, uh, it's going to be really tough. Yeah, because, you know, they've just basically announced that it will be played in, in Tampa, um, which, you know, I know people in that area. I've spent a lot of time and family in that area as well. Um, Fort Myers and, and oh, hell of a hurricane that went through um, so that it's a tough thing, uh, which also I think affects the way the scores play, because there's gonna be a lot of memories that go in with it, which in one side, I'm kind of looking at in a betting way, in a sad way, which is horrible that it's going to be low scoring, you know, because of this, it's going to be wet. There's still cleanup. People can't get to these things. There's certain people that can. Uh, but so I still like Kansas City. I like Patrick Mahomes more. Uh, just what I saw is that they could, watching Aaron Rodgers and watching Tom, Tom Brady or last week, they just seemed to be limping against each other. It was two old men fighting in wheelchairs. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes got a bit more spunk in him. So I'm going to go uh, with Kansas City in a bit of a bigger win, 30 to 18. Uh, I just don't think Tom Brady's going to keep up because even if he's got Mike Evans, it's not enough guys gauge. I don't think he'll be back. There's not enough tools back in the game. Too many injuries. Our final game, um, a big battle in the West, NFC West. As we talk about the Rams, LA Rams are two and one. Are they kind of limping? And San Francisco is one and two. Jimmy Garoppolo is one and two. And they, they took a loss last week. Um, San Francisco, a bad loss, a bad loss, but they're favored at home by two and a half points. What does Las Vegas know that we don't know, right? Why is San Francisco favored at home uh, by, and the total is 43 and a half points over under. Is it because the, his, the Rams uh, have have fallen victim to the 49ers in the past? Well, I think that's probably part of it. I think it's been affected since San Francisco usually gives you, 
a couple points. I think their defense is, is the stronger of the two defenses right now. And the Rams still haven't been able to really figure it out, especially the running game can't do anything. In fact, the Cooper Cup had to get him their rushing touchdown. Akers had a bit better game, but we still haven't seen that consistency. And Stafford hasn't looked himself. Allen Robinson's invisible. So to me, I think Jimmy G just really, again, this is only the second game. He's had that whole offseason where he's barely practiced. He hasn't really had a lot of reps. So I think he's got to get a bit more time to get, get uses. I think people just expect him to walk in and just play incredible. You know, it's just not going to happen. I think he can have a bit better game. He's got to use George Kittle more. They've got to get Debo involved more. He's really been invisible this whole year. And to mm-hmm. me, that's the big thing. So I'm going to go with uh, San Francisco to win this. fact that they're at home, um, I think Jimmy G is going to have a bit better of a game. Uh, but I think it's definitely going to be close. I'm going 27-24 uh, Niners. Well, I mean, because this is an L.A. game <clears throat> and sort of being L.A. style, I'm going to go by the better-looking team. <laughs> Who looks better? And I think Jimmy Garoppolo is better-looking than Matt Stafford. So I think the 49ers are going to win. Um, No, it's the struggle of the Rams have had. It's you sort of look and you had the Allen Robinson. I sort of go, man, where the bears were probably right to to maybe not have him because they don't seem to be using him very well. Matt Stafford zip seems to be gone. Um, You just wonder they could score and they get the one score and then they're done. It's like knock one out and then fall asleep. You're like, well, no, actually, you know, apparently you're supposed to go a few more rounds. Um, I just like San Francisco here. I just think the defense, it, it is, I think the coaching, the, the, what I do love is a coaching battle between these two, you know, it's the two geniuses. Like who's the guy who's going to have, you know, the anal plug that's giving them the information from the AI. And I think it's going to be Shanahan. Uh, so I'm going to go with the 49ers 21, uh, 14. I think they'll win in this one. I just, I, I think the Rams are struggling to score. I really find them struggling to score. If you're struggling to score, why not uh, play along with us in DraftKings? Uh, Ryan and I play along in our NFL in London DraftKings. We got three dollar haulers. We've got free ones, one dollar. Lots of the ones we got to play. Make sure you join us. Um, and folks, we do have stuff. If you're looking to do stuff in London, make sure you check out our website, NFLinLondon.com. Uh, we do tell some things where to go. Um, just as a heads up, there's not a lot of sports bars in London, and on a Sunday night, good luck. Um, so um, we do have some advice of places where to go, but there's some great nightclubs where you can dance all night till 4 a.m. So you should go there. Oh, there you go. There you go. There it's you silver, go. the silver lining. There's gold and many color linings too. If you talk to uh, someone on the dance floor. Anyway, folks, that's it. Thanks a lot. Stay safe and enjoy the game. <laughs>